Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. The power of God is available for your ministry. We've been teaching about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but today we have a special guest, Pastor Charles Johnson will teach you how to receive the power of God in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we are continuing, our, in fact, concluding today our teaching on the baptism in the Holy Spirit with supplemental teaching from a dear guest. Uh, pastor Charles Johnson is the pastor of Heart of Worship Ministries, is gonna teach you how to receive, in fact, he's gonna pray for you to receive the power of God in the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Welcome to the studio, Pastor Charles Johnson. How are you today, sir? Thank you, Dr. Chap. so good to be with you. Love you, my friend. Well, thank you uh, for, for your kindness, and you invited me in recent months to teach. In fact, on Pentecost Sunday, I came to your church. You did. And taught the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which became the inspiration for our teaching series. Now we're gonna make this available on DVD. I thought it'd be only natural to bring you into the studio to tell us your experience with the baptism in the Holy Spirit. And I think it was amazing you came to be with us once and there was a young man there. Their fa his family was about to move to Florida and you begin to talk to him about the baptism of the Holy Spirit and I'm telling you, it happened right then and there. And God gloriously filled him with the Holy Ghost and they're in Florida and they still uh, rejoice about that moment when their son was saved. I, I remember that and he was in tears, transformed right before our eyes yes. as I laid my hands upon him. He, I, I heard him speaking in other tongues. Yes. And then he, he is now actually an evangelist for Jesus uh, at a young age. Amen. Well, the Holy Spirit is for everybody. I don't want anybody watching this program today thinking, oh, that's great, that happens to this one and that one. The Holy Spirit is for every one of us. And Jesus breathed on the disciples and asked, and John 20 and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. Now, now distinguish that because the person of Jesus Christ, what some of us refer to as the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God is different than God the Father, maybe the first person of the Trinity. And then the Holy Spirit is the third person. There, there's one God, but one he's God. appeared to us maybe in three different personas or, or manifestations. Yeah, well, you know, God breathed into man the breath of life, so man became a living soul. Now, in John 20, Jesus breathes a second time. I, I had a friend that used to, uh, he's in heaven now, but he used to run cross country, and he would go 20 miles running without stopping. And, and I said, Eddie, how do you do that? And he says, about the second or third mile, he said, it seems as if I'm gonna die. He said, I absolutely feel like I'm gonna die. But he said, if I can just push, press my way, he said, I get a second wind. And when that second wind comes, he says, I can run, 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 run. Yeah. And this is what happened. God breathed into man the breath of life, but man, because of sin, because of falling away from God, became weary, became fatigued. Jesus breathed. This is the second breath. So they went to Pentecost 
And the Bible says when they're at Pentecost that suddenly they're all in one room. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and the and they all began to speak with other tongues. So, so we're gonna distinguish, and I want you to pick that apart slowly. The, yeah. the first experience after Jesus is raised from the dead in John 20, mm -hmm. Jesus breathes on them. Yeah. And then the second experience we'll, we'll do after, after a commercial break, but pick apart this uh, parse for us, John 20. Yeah, well, um, you know, I, I don't know where everybody stands on this, but my interpretation of this is that when Jesus breathed on them, it was a it was like a prophetic thing. It was like, you can receive the Holy Spirit. And he breathed on them and said, receive ye the Holy Spirit. Because before that, the Holy Spirit had not fallen. Let's go ahead and read that scripture. Yeah, okay, yeah, let's get the, let's get the word of God out. So the Bible says, so Jesus said to them again, peace to you, as the Father hath sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. So he's giving them instructions and yes. also breathing on them. Yes. And what do you think happened at that moment? I think that all of a sudden they knew that God had more for them. There is more. I mean, we come to the Lord and we come in a repentance state. And we come saying, God, I'm sorry for my sins, save me. But God has more, he has more. And at Pentecost then, he did not tell them, this is what you gotta do. You gotta lift your hands, you gotta open your mouth, you gotta do this, you gotta jump, you gotta, no. The Bible says that they were in, with one, one mind and they were all seeking the Lord and the Spirit came. When the Spirit comes, see we often try to get the tongues, all we need to do is get the Spirit. Yeah. And we don't even get it, we receive it. Right. We receive, and when you, it's like buying shoes, you buy the shoes, you get the tongues. When you receive the Spirit, you get the tongues. I, I'm I'm looking at my shoes right now. There's there's tongues in <laughs> there are my tongues. shoes. Tongues, and you good. didn't go to the shoe store and say I'd like some tongues. I wasn't <laughs> trying to get those, but I got them anyway. Yeah. So, so let's distinguish then. Uh, in fact, before we take this short break, I just want you to read from Acts two one yeah. through four. Yeah. And then we'll take a break, and you can okay. explain it. All right. Let's read. Okay, I quoted this, but let's read it exactly. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Praise God. Amen. The meaning of speaking in tongues, we're gonna to get to right after this short break. Pastor Charles Johnson's gonna unpack that scripture. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end and we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, 
there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you and your generosity when you give through our ministry is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God? Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D, and help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals, and there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and designate your gift to India Relief Please give today. Stay tuned for the end of our show to learn how to partner with this ministry. Here's Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Charles Johnson explaining the baptism in the Holy Spirit, particularly from Acts chapter two. We just read, uh, there they were in the upper room, they're gathered together, they're, they're believing in the Lord, and suddenly there came a mighty rushing wind and swept upon them, and, and some people saw tongues of fire over their heads, and they began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. What does this mean? Well, when the Spirit of God comes, manifestations of the Spirit also show up. So they had cloven tongues like as a fire sitting upon them. They also begin to speak in another language. But that wasn't it, that wasn't all of it. The Bible says that the people outside thought they were drunk. They were acting like they were drunk, and Peter didn't deny it. But you know, he didn't. He didn't. It wasn't old crow. It was new wine. So he said, we're, "He didn't deny that we're drunk, but it was the new wine of the spirit that they were they were drunk on." So when the spirit comes, there are manifestations. It's like, can I give you an example? I was preaching in Argentina, and there was two little Argentine ladies who came up front after the preaching and they wanted the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Well, there was an interpreter there and I saw these sweet little ladies. They looked like they might have been about 70 years old and they lifted up their little hands and they both began to speak in the most beautiful English and they said, Jesus, you are so wonderful. Your name is Majestic. Oh, how I love you. It was beautiful. So I turned to the interpreter, who was also uh, what they call the bishop in that, in that denomination. Yeah. And I said, where did they learn English? And he said, they don't know a word of English. He said, they don't even know how to say hello. And yet there they were 
speaking in English. Oh my gosh. And he A said, language they never learned. Yeah, and he said, this always amazes me every time I see it. And this is the translator who knew English and yeah. Spanish. But sometimes it's not a known language. The Bible talks about speaking in an unknown tongue. Yeah. And, and Acts, uh, Romans chapter 8 clarifies that a little bit more. Can we pull that up on the screen? Yeah, let's go ahead and read from, from Acts 8. Yeah. Act, uh, well, it's Romans 8. Romans 8, yeah, verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So I had somebody one time to call me and they said, Pastor, would you pray that I get a certain job? Well, what if I prayed that they get that job and God gave them the job and then they got killed? I would feel terrible that I prayed for them to get that job. But what if I let the Holy Spirit pray through me? And the Bible says when the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us, it's according to the will of God. I let the Holy Spirit do the praying can't go wrong because it's always the will of God. And maybe they get a different job and they don't get killed. Exactly. And God knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not imposing my will upon God because I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but the Spirit of God knows. And that scripture says the Spirit of God makes known to us the will of God. Yeah. In other words, we didn't know it before, but when you begin praying in your prayer language, uh, and, and Paul says in, in, I think, 1 Corinthians 14, when, when my spirit prays, my mind is unfruitful. I don't even know what I'm praying sometimes when right. I pray in tongues. Right. But, but the Spirit of God is making intercession through us with these groanings, these utterings that are not intelligible to our mind, but it is the perfect will of God. It's like he's praying through us back to himself. And you know who else doesn't know what's being said? The devil. So when you're praying in other tongues, how is the devil going to go and his demons and try to stop that prayer from being answered? He doesn't even know what you prayed. You were praying in a prayer language. You were praying in God's language. He doesn't know, so he can't stop the prayer from being answered. He can't even hinder it because you're praying in the Spirit according to the will of God. So we were in our old church in Memphis where I used to live. We were having a prayer meeting, and people were groaning in the Spirit. There were people that were just, they were just saying, oh, God, oh, oh, God, like that, with passion. Yeah. And this young man came around to me and he said, Pastor, you should stop them from doing that. Stop them. Oh, my. Stop them from doing that. And I said, why? This is exactly what Paul said in Romans 8, that we would pray with groanings which cannot be uttered. Yeah. But it's the Holy Spirit making intercession through us according to the will of God. It's beautiful. And that's actually, it, it, it's like more powerful than me just asking God in English for what I want. Yeah, and so you're fatigued in the spirit, you've had a lot on you, and all of a sudden you get the second wind. That's it. You get the second breath. And once the second breath comes, you can run, 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 run. I like that. And you've seen supernatural manifestations after 
someone receives the baptism in the Holy Spirit, not just for speaking in tongues, but for uh, healings and prophecies and miracles and the other act, the gifts that are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. Well, I, I, have, I remember a guy that came to church and he was so, he had been a drug addict for years. He came and earnestly received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. He's so hungry for God. And the Bible said if we hunger for him, we'll be filled. This is a problem why some people don't receive, they don't have the hunger that they need to have. But he was hungry and God filled him. Well, guess what? God also delivered him from drugs, from addictions. Wow. So God not only filled him with the Spirit, but when the Spirit comes, healing can come, deliverance can come, all kinds of things can happen when you receive the Spirit. That's incredible. Let's take a short break. When we come back, Pastor Charles is going to offer to pray with you so you can receive the power of God in your life and the baptism in the Holy Ghost. If you've watched our program, you know that we stand with Israel as God's chosen people. We need you to sign a petition today. Why? Because did you know that even as Iran is now developing 800 mile range cruise missiles, could be nuclear tip very soon, that our U.S. Congress has now three brand new freshman congresswomen. We call them the three anti-Semitic musketeers, Ocasio-Cortez and two Muslims, Talib and Omar. And they are influencing Nancy Pelosi to have the most anti-Semitic Congress in years. We need to stand with our friends in Israel and that's why we're asking you to sign a petition. Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Don't divide Jerusalem, stand with Israel and stand up to the United Nations. We will fax it to the Congress, but you need to sign today. Take a stand, visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign our petition today. How can you discern the thoughts in your own mind from the thoughts that come to you from the Holy Spirit or from angels or from invisible demons? I'm Dr. Chaps. And you've seen us on this show talk about the gift of discerning of spirits. How can you discern the thoughts that come to you? How do you know to learn to hear the voice of God and discern that from the demonic voice which tempts us to sin? Well, this is an important skill and it will change your ministry. It'll change your life, which is why we've created a 17 part video Bible study on a four disc DVD set that we would like to send to you and your church and your family and your small group. This important Bible study series goes through Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How did Jesus discern the spirits? How did the Apostle Paul discern the spirits? What does the Old Testament say about demons and the Holy Spirit and angels? We're offering a discount today while supplies last. It used to be $99. Now it's just a suggested donation of $50. You get the entire four disc set and you learn how to discern the Holy Spirit, angels and demons, every mention in the Bible. Call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D or visit our website or write to the address on your screen. You can learn to discern the spirits. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again by Pastor Charles Johnson, who is bringing it home for us in a practical way. Listen, uh, we've already had three sessions of me doing a Bible teaching series on this. If you haven't already seen those, get the DVD back up to 
you know, episode one is on uh, the scriptures in the Old Testament and New Testament about the baptism and Holy Spirit. Episode two is all about the gifts of the Holy Spirit, the power gifts, not just speaking in tongues, but healing, prophecy, miracles, faith, all the things that come with the power of God. And then episode three was every instance uh, or almost across church history for the last 2000 years, how people even today are still speaking in tongues, especially after uh, the, the Pentecostal revival of Azusa Street, all of the church history is in disc number three. Today, we're, we're concluding with Pastor Charles Johnson, uh, who is by tradition, a Pentecostal minister. Pentecost is what we're talking about. You lead a non-denominational church here in Colorado I Springs. I do, uh, I wanna mention a couple of your DVD, uh, CD products. You have a beautiful worship ministry. The Holy Spirit has empowered your family. Uh, first, your father, Don Johnson, mm -hmm. and now you, and, and even one of your sons, uh, Charles Johnson. These, these music products are available on your website, howministries.org. Right, um, right. Explain to us how the Holy Spirit empowers your worship ministry. Well, I wanna tell you, it, our job as worshipers is just to lead the people into the mighty presence of God because if they can get in the presence of the Lord, miracles will happen. The Bible says Jesus was present to heal. And when he's present, when the Spirit of Christ is there in a special way, all kinds of things begin to happen. When the Spirit of God fills us, I heard an old preacher say one time, he said, what happens when you take a jug and you submerge the jug in water? He said, as the water fills the jug, it's going to make a gurgling noise. And he said, when the Spirit comes in you and you're filled, you're going to make sounds which cannot be uttered. And it could be a known tongue, it could be an unknown tongue, yeah, but there will be a sound. There'll be a sound of victory. It just occurred to me that the wind of the Spirit actually in some way fills our lungs with natural air which comes out through our voice mm -hmm. and we begin speaking unutterable mysteries or speaking in tongues as an act of wind, yeah. which, which is a metaphor for the Holy Spirit. And when the Spirit blows, when the wind comes in, it blows in a freshness, it blows in fresh air. It also blows some things out. There's yeah. some things out of us that need to be blown Sanctification yeah. and, and getting rid of our sins. So blowing in and blowing out. <laughs> the, 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 the deliverance of demons sometimes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You've seen exorcisms. Oh, absolutely, I've seen people set free by the mighty power of God. There's nothing, no name greater than the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, well, I'm gonna read a scripture here because some people are wondering, you know, how do I receive this? I'm just gonna read from Luke 11, Jesus promises this. Uh, if a son asks for bread from his father, any father among you, is that father gonna give him a stone? No. If he asks for a fish, is he gonna give him a serpent instead of a fish? No. Or if he asks for an egg, is he gonna give him a scorpion? No. But you then, being evil, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? I'm not even gonna interpret that. I'm just, my idea is if you're open, if you're asking, God's gonna give you the Holy Spirit. Can you uh, minister to somebody who's watching, maybe, uh, maybe look into this camera and lead them in, in a prayer? Oh, I'd love to. 
Wouldn't you like to receive a gift that God has for you? The Bible calls it the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift. It's a gift. You don't go take a gift. You don't go get a gift. You just receive a gift. So right now, right now, as you receive the Spirit of the Lord, God's going to give you a prayer language. I'm telling you, while the Spirit of the Lord is there, He can heal your body. He can do a tremendous work of deliverance in you that will be greater than anybody else could give you. So I want, to, I want you just right now to just get in a receiving posture. And as the Holy Spirit begins to flow through you, the Bible said like rivers of living water, it will start a, a noise inside you. All you have to do is give voice to that. Just give voice to it. Bypass your brain right now. You don't receive this academically, intellectually. You receive the gift of the Holy Ghost by faith. So right now, just receive. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for those who are watching. Oh, Lord, I have an assurance in my heart that those who are hungry will be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit at this moment. So flow, Holy Spirit flow into their lives. Now, go ahead and receive. Go ahead and receive. You might just want to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. And then just don't speak in English. Just let the Holy Ghost, as he produces sounds inside your heart, give voice to it and receive what God has for you. You'll never be the same. You'll never, ever be the same in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God is filling people right now with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Right now it's happening. Right where you are. Thank you, Jesus. And we give you praise, Lord. And we give you honor. In Jesus' name. Thank Amen. You, if you just prayed with that man, we want you to pick up the phone and call us today at 866-Obey-God. Leave a message if it's after hours, but during Thank business you, hours, we will we pray with you, you to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God, and be sure to get copies of Pastor Charles's you, music Amen. products, uh, either from his father, Don Johnson, or Charles Johnson. His website is howministries.org. And our website to get this important DVD series on the baptism of the Holy Spirit is PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore to get this product for your friends. PrayInJesusName.org. We'll see you next time. We're here in Israel in literally the scene of all of the holy sites, like the Via Dolorosa, where Jesus carried his cross the garden tomb where he was raised from the dead, the Sea of Galilee where he taught the disciples. And I prayed, Lord, how can I bring this inspiring environment into your living room? And what we've produced is a four DVD disc set with the entire Gospel of Matthew. I teach every verse in all 28 chapters of Matthew in short 12 minute segments so you can understand the exact words that Jesus taught from the exact location where Jesus lived. Pick up the phone right now and call us at 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. For a suggested donation of just $50, we'll give you all four discs, the entire Gospel of Matthew, or you can write to us at the address on your screen or visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org. 
You're going to love this Bible teaching. Pick up the phone and call us today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll-free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.